Jamie. And I'm Derek. And welcome to I Know You with Derek and Jamie, the podcast where two friends recommend something to watch based around a weekly theme. It could be a movie, TV show, podcast, really anything. Also, we always have a themed bonus segment where we discuss anything from career evolutions to top 10 to random recommendations. The possibilities are literally endless. We also end each show with some mini games, so stick around for that. Today's theme is podcast. It's a very meta podcast for us. The one that I suggested is a podcast called From Now, episodes one through six, which is the whole series. And my choice for this week's theme is The Adventure Zone, The Balance Arc, episodes one through four. And just a disclaimer before we jump in, there's going to be spoilers, especially for From Now, because that's the whole series. Not so much for The Adventure Zone. Listen at your own risk, unless you listen to both of these podcasts or just don't care. Then enjoy our commentary. What have you been up to, Derek? Um, My week has been inundated with my, you know, my day job. For those of you who don't know, I'm an inventory manager at a t-shirt company, which basically means I just make sure we have enough t-shirts. So I'm receiving orders all day and I have to put like pallets of like 35 to 48 boxes of shirts away. And this week we got an order of about 54,000 shirts. Unfortunately, none of them were like full pallets of the same color shirt. So my whole whole week was spent breaking down these palettes and like recombining them to the right colors that's been my week so it's been fun yeah derek sent us a snapchat where he said hall and cube hall and cube (laughs) yes so i spent the week hall and cube dwight woodman proud what about you what's going on well last week matt and i went out on the blue ridge parkway with a couple of our friends and let me just say like it's beautiful weather here right now i know i said it in a previous episode how fall started but it's full force now it's gorgeous weather and it's full into october so we have like the leaves changing and it's beautiful views and so we went up there and oh my god it is packed on the parkway oh fucking sure like i'm sure there's people who come there just for that season yeah it's called leaf season and a lot of hospitality people call october rocktober because they get rocked at least matt calls it rocktober i don't know about any other hospitality (laughs) people (laughs) and you know one person so people so people That makes sense. All right. Nice. On to something a little more serious. So my suggestion, as I said, was The Adventure Zone Balance, episodes one through four. Uh, Before I get into my guess... Wait, now I'm confused. Do we do guesses or info first? Guesses. Okay. Why do I think... Okay. Uh, sorry, it's my not brain as though we've done 20 episodes, Derek. No, nope, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not as though this is not. the 20th episode. We've only episode. done 19. E- well, okay, well, I guess including bonus episodes, we've done more. But there aren't guesses there, so it doesn't count. So we've only done 19 episodes, so if it was well, 20, you're right. we have done right. the test episode. Oh, yeah. We did do the test episode. <laughs> Which you guys haven't heard yet. <laughs> do we still have the audio for that? Oh, yeah. I still I have know. the whole podcast. Oh, jeez. I have the finished podcast. That one was literally podcast. just made up. Yeah. It was like an impromptu podcast to see if this worked. <laughs> Anyways, go on. All right. Yes. The Adventure Zone. So my guesses for Jamie are, this was actually kind of difficult. It's so hard to rate podcasts. It is. And this one's like, it was difficult. So either way, objective confidence. I'm guessing a B plus for personal enjoyment. I'm guessing a six out of 10. And for rewatchability, and I'm kind of including like a continuability kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I did like, for both of them. Right. I did a two out of five. So let's get into some info. 
Created by Griffin, Justin, and Travis McElroy, and starring the three brothers and their father, Clint, The Adventure Zone is a comedy and adventure actual play podcast based loosely upon the Dungeons & Dragons game series, along with other role-playing games. The show is distributed by Maximum Fun Network, and regular episodes of the podcast feature the family solving puzzles, fighting enemies, and leveling up the characters in a series of cinematic and humorous encounters. The Adventure Zone has had four seasons that include four main campaign arcs and 11 side campaigns from their live shows. Balance was the first, longest, and most popular campaign, having been developed into a series of graphic novels and an animated show that is currently being developed with NBC for the Peacock streaming service. Jamie, I never know where to begin with this. I have a question to begin. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, yes. Is this your way of getting me interested in D&D? I'll answer your question with my question. Did it work? Uh, I'd say like 50-50. Like interested, but just don't want to learn how to play the game. <laughs> it seems too okay. complicated. It's, it's really not that complicated, but that's, that's a whole other discussion for a different thing. One of the questions, I guess, this is kind of related, is did they do a good job explaining general basics of Dungeons and Dragons? At the beginning, because I listened to like episode 1.5. Right. Uh, yeah, I eventually going through, they would like jump in with other things like, oh, you're supposed to know this. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that that was part of the game. And like all of these skill levels that they had, I didn't know those were part of the game until they brought them up. They explained their characters in the beginning, but they didn't explain yeah. the character development. And so that is kind of what lost me just a little bit where I kept getting confused when they kept like being like, oh, my character does this and this and this. And I'm just like, OK, I didn't know that. At first, I thought they made stuff up on the spot. But then there was a part during one of the episodes no. where he was like, I need all of your characters like info and like levels or skills or whatever it is they have. They were definitely making shit up. Like there's definitely moments where they make it <laughs> up and they just go, well, I have this for efficiency so potentially this were like come on hey okay yeah i mean i okay that's a that's a very fair answer they don't go too much into it i feel like i wanted you to listen to like the first full episode but that one is very very slow it's two hours long good god but i think that one does a really good job of explaining how like leveling up works how they can kind of like skill tree it and develop certain new skills and stuff like that yeah but like the D was kind of there and not there for you did you like just like listening to kind of like a story that's affected by like rolling dice and stuff and seeing like people have to just come up with solutions i kept losing interest when they were doing like the die rolls and talking about the numbers and everything i kept losing interest in those parts but the actual like story like the dungeon leader explaining the story and them talking amongst themselves about what their characters are doing in the story i enjoyed that it's just the actual like rolling of the die and waiting to hear the numbers and everything i kind of lost interest in that yeah yeah i mean i i feel like that's part of an actual play and and I guess, yeah, you just don't like that part. So I guess you don't like the actual battles then, because that's a lot of dice rolling. It's, I want to do this, okay, roll this, do a strength check, do this, try this and this kind of thing. So is that like the battles, the action is where it loses you? Kind more of, or less. I guess. I feel like I would enjoy it more if I was a part of it. 
So I can totally see the appeal of Dungeons and Dragons. The conversations in the battles I enjoyed more than the battles. Like when it was roll the dice to see who goes in what order. And then you went this order. I'm doing my magic thing and I'm kicking him with my magic boots. My magic jumping yeah. boots. And like going in the order until something happens at the end. Like I was losing interest during the fights, but I was listening for like the jokes I liked, the story progression in the fights I enjoyed, but not the just hearing what tactic they were going to use. Okay. So like you'd probably enjoy a, like a much higher edited version of this where they just take that out and they just basically have what they say they're going to do and whether it happens or not kind of thing. Kind of. I feel like I would enjoy it more if it was instead of being like, all right, what order are we doing this in? Okay, everyone roll your dice. Hear the dice roll. Okay, these are our numbers. Okay, it's this, this, and this, and this. Okay, what are you doing? All right, I'm going to do my magic spell. All right, roll your dice. Okay, roll my dice. This is what I have. Okay, that does this amount of damage to this person. Like that didn't interest me but if it was just like oh you're in a fight taco you go first and he's like i'm gonna do this oh it took damage okay next listening to it i lost interest during those long bits yeah i don't know i guess for me it like creates an element of like you don't know what's gonna happen kind of thing yeah it creates another element of suspense for me and also it's just such a fertile ground for extra jokes and comedy because so much of what's funny is happens just when they have a shit dice roll and they just fuck up like when taco gets up on the ledge because he had the roll good enough where he can do that and the other two get washed away that's a good moment or the one of the best moments when uh merle does it later but he rolls like a natural 20 so he's like somehow you're just at the bottom and then the next moment you're at the top no one knows what happens but you did that and it was great and everyone's in awe of you see those i didn't mind where it was like all right we have to do this task roll to see how well you do the task that i didn't mind it was just the continuousness in the fights because it's four people doing it it's very structured when you have the fights because it's this person goes this it's it's all turn-based so it's yeah and like even like the surprise things they'll say he'll be like make a perception check or make a dexterity saving throw and that's you know like something's about to happen so but you said you like the comedy that's like the biggest sticking point like if you like the comedy or if you don't is really going to determine how much you like listening to this podcast Yeah, I mean, I was laughing. They joke a lot. They have a good chemistry. So I was enjoying the banter and them being funny, like when they were drinking from the spring and they're like, oh, it's spring break. And the dad's like, yeah, let's go see Kenny Chesney. And they're like, why Kenny Chesney? (laughs) They all just gave him shit for liking Kenny Chesney. That was great. I love it. In all seriousness, Travis as Magnus Burnside, he's like, hey, I don't think I trust this Yemic guy. And then Doc was like, yeah, no shit, Angela Lansbury. I think he's got something up. Uh, Clark the Bugbear. How much did you love Clark the Bugbear? Clark was funny. When they like killed one of his dogs and he's like, that was my favorite dog. <laughs> you threw my dog in the fire. So, I can't remember what it set it up, but he's like, I don't think a dog could fit in an ass. And they were thought, like, you haven't seen this ass. <laughs> yeah, so they do have like really good chemistry and jokes. I mean, they're a brothers and a dad, so. Yeah, it's a family and they work really well together. Yeah. Um, What did you think of the taco taco quest? Uh, finding out what tacos are? And finding out what tacos <laughs> 
first of all, I thought the name was funny at the beginning where he's like, his name is Taco. And they're like, wait, but he doesn't know what tacos are. And there was like a whole discussion about like, in this world, there are no tacos. And he's like, that's my thing. I'm going to find out what tacos are. And then anytime they bring stuff up, he's like, Taco logged that in his memory. Cheese. What is this? Jeez. <laughs> the grinder. Grinding stuff? It's uh, it's great. Um, No, I don't want to spoil anything, but that becomes a very big plot point okay. in the finale, which is, it's, it's chef's kiss perfect. I did keep losing track of who was who because they're all related. They sound super similar. That's definitely not uncommon. Even Katie, who's listened to a, all of it, still sometimes mixes up uh, Justin and Travis. Uh, Griffin's usually pretty easy to identify because he's the dungeon master, and then Clint's an old man, so. I've actually just finished a second listen-through of this before like we suggested it, and then I was like, oh great, I get to go back and start it again. Oh and God. I was like, <laughs> I was honestly very excited to. For me, it's re-listenable than I ever really expected because there's a couple jokes or a couple quips that you don't quite hear that you're not like because you don't hear quite everything as you're listening you might be doing something else or yeah you know because it's a podcast so you're usually not just sitting and listening to a podcast but yeah for me it was more re-listenable that doesn't sound like there should be another word for that and I feel like there is but I just can't think of it right now but yeah it was better than I thought it was going to be going back to it even on the third time around yeah we'll say it's like a great idea for a podcast because you don't have like a board you don't need to visually see anything it's all just people talking and going back and forth talking to each other it's a very sexual show kind of not not really sexual more just the humor there's a lot of sexual based humor in this (laughs) which i think is just made even better when you Consider the fact that it's three brothers and their dad. One of the first jokes is like, he's like, you know, I'm in my room studying my cantrips. It's like, it's okay, dad. You can just say masturbating. And then his dad asks him about the big wet splooge spot. It's yeah, like, the and they're stooge. like, oh, that's something we don't want our dad to say. Like, they were funny. There was some points, like, I didn't laugh at every joke they said. Some of the stuff I thought was, like, really stupid, but some of the stuff I thought was really funny. And some of the sex ones I laughed at. I can't remember so, specific ones because it was, okay. like, four hours of listening. So I want to ask, who was your favorite character between the three leads, uh, Merle, Taco, and Magnus? The one that was most interesting was the one that I think it was Merle. Yeah, because he had like the most story because they were like, you come up and you realize it's his cousin and you're like looking for the cousins and <laughs> they were talking about the backstory yeah. with that. Yeah, I like how they bring up like he has like 200 cousins. So like yeah. <laughs> cousins aren't really anything to him. They're just other people kind of in the world. It was a lot. Like I said earlier, I kept losing track of who was who. So they all really merged together as one character. Just one character running around. I mean, the taco was interesting, obviously, because he's just whichever brother that is seems like a real character himself. Yeah, that's yeah. Justin. Tacos is a lot of people's favorite. I think he's my favorite. He gets he only gets better with time. He's like like a fine wine. I don't think they say it yet, but he eventually starts introducing himself as uh, Taco from TV, even though there aren't TVs in this 
world at all. The characters get so much more development as the campaign like progresses. I think it's luckily enough, it's 69 episodes long, nice. which is exactly like so they all get a lot better. But I think he starts off the strongest, too, for me, at least. Yeah. Whoever got the magic boots, the jumping magic boots, <laughs> that long running joke was so funny. I kept cracking up every time they were mentioning the boots and he was like, I like your boots. And then they keep reminding Merle, like, you don't know he stole them. You don't know that. <laughs> their first fight is like their most confident fight where they just meet a couple gerblins. They freeze one and shatter it and then he like Magnus jumps and like cuts the other one in half and then Merle like throws his hand axe into the bush and kills the third one. And that's literally <laughs> like the best they ever do like throughout the entire campaign. That is the most confident you ever see them. It's really very poetic when you think of it. The last thing I have to say is like the funniest joke in it. It was the very very last thing in episode 4. Yes. The one guy falling to his death and they're like how deep is this cavern? And he's just oh, like dying. continuously talking and he's like oh I live it on Brian. <laughs> I Brian. It hurts. He's my favorite. I love him. I love the what like when right before that is like he grabs the dwarf's cousin and rolls off the ledge, and then he comes back, and there's two dwarves cousin, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know what happened. He he changed himself to look like me," and he's like, "No, he's the one who changed." And they're like, <laughs> "Okay," and just kick him down. The that was great. Okay, so like always, my final question is, who would you recommend this to? People who enjoy fantasy and role-playing games, even if it's video games that they enjoy playing that are role-playing, like Skyrim, I feel like they can enjoy this. And obviously anyone who likes Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, I agree. I think also if you like just really random kind of like improv comedy even if you're I not think into you the have fantasy to be stuff interested in fantasy in a fantasy? little bit to enjoy okay. it I, I definitely see that i think if you enjoy them enough if you really want to hear here's what you do go listen to my brother my brother and me that's their other podcast that's just the three brothers talking and giving out really bad advice and so listen to that and fall in love with the brothers and then you're just going to want more content from them and then just dive right into the adventure zone there you go <laughs> All right, let's remind everyone of my guesses. So, for objective confidence, I guessed a B plus. I gave it a B minus. Oh, dang, really? I get, like, the wanting to hear all of the battle stuff, but I feel like that really did slow it down. Okay, dang. Okay, well, I'm only off by two. We got this, we got this. Personal enjoyment, I guess, a six out of ten. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Oh, dang. Okay, nice. Yeah, I was enjoying listening to it. I was cracking up. I was following the story when they weren't fighting. (laughs) All right. So, and then re-listenability slash continuability, I guess a 2 out of 5. That you're probably, like, if you need something to listen to, you might continue. And you might go back to it if you fall. If if you love it, if you finish it, you'll go back to it. I gave it a 1 out of 5. No. I will 99% not continue listening because it's not <sighs> something I typically would listen to. And there's so many fucking episodes that it's just so long. Well, 69 is just this first one, and then, like, it goes into other ones, and there's live show episodes and stuff like that, and then there's behind-the-scenes episodes that you can skip and stuff. All right, well, maybe, maybe, if you have time, just listen to the next two episodes (laughs) and just see if that maybe, maybe it'll intrigue you, maybe... When, it, when you kind of see what the whole thing is going to be about, it might pull you in. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, that means I was off by a total of four points, which uh, not bad. Not bad. I mean, it not really bad. depends on 
how Jamie guesses on what I thought of her choice, which, Jamie, floor's yours. The podcast that I suggested this episode is from now, and my guesses for Derek saying, again, it was very hard to do for a podcast because you're not watching anything, so you can't judge it visually. You have to judge it just audioly. Oddly. Oddly. That's definitely another. There is a word for this one that we're not thinking of. <laughs> Uh, orally, Soundish. vectorally, sound wavyly. Uh, anyways, audacity. <laughs> my guesses are for objective competence. I think he gave it a B. Personal enjoyment. I'm guessing a six. In rewatchability, I'm giving it a one. So the info is from now stars Richard Madden, Brian Cox, David Dostmalshian, Betty Gabriel, Jessica McNamee, Aaron Moriarty, Lance Reddick, like a whole bunch of people. <laughs> it's created and written by Reese Wakefield and William Day Frank, and Amazon is adapting it into a TV show. Actually, that's just been announced recently. And this came out back towards the end of 2020. A summary for it. A famed lost spaceship, the USS Hope, returns to Earth after vanishing 35 years prior. The lone survivor, Edward Fitz, disembarked from the spaceship, mysteriously looking exactly the same age as when he left. Following the media chaos, he reunites with his twin, Hunter Fitz, who is now an old man with dementia and an android nurse, Helen. Their meeting leads to dark revelations that threaten the future of humanity. So the past bits take place in 2025, and the current day bits take place in 2060. So do you think that by 2060, we will have flying cards and androids with personalities like Nurse Helen? Um, Androids with personalities, I think, is more believable than the flying cars. I think, yeah, like, flying cars is always a staple of any sci-fi thing. It really is. People want a flying car. We've been promised flying cars since, like, the 40s. No, yeah, like, literally, like... It's always like every 20 years, they'll be like, in 20 years, they'll be fucking flying cars. It's, it's never a thing. <laughs> I don't think it will be that, like, it's that's too much for just normal civilians to control. We'll let Tesla figure that out. Uh, very different podcasts. Very different. This one's an actual, like, story with actors and sound effects. Yeah, it's basically a radio show. Like a, yeah. like... 40s 50s radio show kind of thing i feel like this is what you were expecting when listening to the adventure zone you're expecting something more like this but no i will say this did have like an amazing production quality like beyond just the cast which like you said is just it's a weird like i don't think of podcasts as like having actual stars and actors in it it's like no (laughs) podcast is for like people who eventually maybe want to do stuff like that but like it's for us normal folk (laughs) <laughs> it's also those normal folks. Stop taking away podcast listeners, you greedy, greedy, rich people. The quality of it was great. Like the sound engineering was insane and very gross. And mainly like in the spaceship bits, like the audio yeah. from right after the launch. And then when the captain, they find the captain in the walls, like it was yeah. so gross. And at the same time, it was like really good. It was. It was like, I was even thinking like, I don't even think Katie could listen to us because it just sounds too violent. Because like, you, you'll hear like bones crunching and like squishes. <laughs> Yeah, it's real good. I will say one thing that kind of snapped me out of stuff every now and again was some of the dialogue. It was a little too on the nose, a little too much. Like one of them was like Alyssa and Agent White. When they first meet, he's like, you got the bravado to deal with assholes like me. I'm like, (laughs) who fucking talks like that? I mean, come on. Come on, people. FBI, CIA, (laughs) secret agents. And then like when Brian Cox is there, he's like, he's my identical twin for God's sake. She's like, was your identical twin. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, come on. Like when when she 
said that, I'm just like, what a fucking asshole. You don't need to say that to this dude. He's clearly like, this is an emotional moment for him. His long lost brother is back. You don't have to say like, no, he was your brother. He's not anymore. But when you get to the end of the podcast, you could tell that that line was clearly just a setup for like one of the final lines where they're like they're having their emotional goodbyes their emotional farewells near the end of it one of the best quotes was one of the last ones and i think it was in the conversation i don't know if it's the same one you were thinking of but the one that i wrote down is we're all time travelers some of us just travel one day at a time i loved that quote that was a good quote the one i was thinking of where it's like is like maybe we'll be identical again and then he's like mm-hmm. we never were identical yeah kind of thing. so i think that line was that i'm like yeah but the thing is when they said that, all I could think of was the line from the beginning of it was like, <laughs> was your identical twin? I'm like, that's why they had that line there. I'm like, but you didn't need it. This was already an emotional moment. Yeah. The main thing that took me out of the podcast every single time was the over the top Russian accent bad guy. David Desmalchins is a great over the top Russian accent. It's I, it I love so it. It's just so stereotypical. Like it's as if they told him to be over the top and overly Russian. Like yeah. I thought it was funny, but I could not take him seriously. I was like, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Like he just seems like a caricature. Yeah, a little bit. I'll definitely give you that. I'll also say I wish they kind of went into the more like of the geopolitics of the thing of like of 2060 because they meant they tried you to kinda, as much as possible. A lot of it comes through like news broadcasts kind of thing mm-hmm. and like exposition. They're like, oh yeah, you have the separatists over here, which is how is the rest of the world dealing with this? Like, I feel like this is big shit. Like, I'm like what else is happening? I mean, honestly, it seems like a lot of people are just living their day to day lives because it showed or it didn't show, but you heard the newscasts again and they were like, there was a surge in baby names, Edward, because of Captain Edward coming off of the. USS Hope, you heard people talking and it's just like felt as though people were living their day to day lives when there's like all of this political stuff happening in the future. They didn't care. They just lived their lives, which is kind of realistic. And if you're not immediately affected by it, you don't typically groups of people don't just live by it. The political stuff, definitely like that was interesting. And I do hope they dive more into that in the TV show. But one thing I really want to talk about is Edward and Hunter, like interrogation room episode where they're talking. I thought it was so good. And I like that Edward was trying to rack his brain around what really happened. And he thought he was still being tested to go into space. And it was all psychological. And he was in a simulation. And he was like, gonna kill Hunter to be like, is this how I end the simulation? And they were like, dude, don't do that. It was literally just minutes to him like him flying up well i guess maybe not minutes but hours like he flew up to space and then came back down in a matter of hours which actually was like year so like it kind of like makes sense i think it that it went a little bit too long and i'm like just fucking like come on like let's get to the next part let's get to the adventure like i know the adventures here like want to get to it (laughs) but i just love them talking and Edward being like, who are you? I've already told everyone everything. And he's like, it's me, your brother. He goes, you're old. There was so much of this that I'm like, I just wanted to watch it. I'm like, why is this? Like, I know it is going to be, but I'm just like, was this just like made as a podcast as kind of like a demo reel of like what the show could be? That's kind of what it feels like a little bit. Just like, let's do it. Let's get it together. Not that there's not obviously huge amounts of work into this, but just like, I don't know. It just feels like, why did we get all these people together? 
I just wanted to see what I was listening to kind of thing. It felt like I was listening to a movie and I'm just like, I want to watch it. And there's a lot of good characters in it too. Like Hunter was pretty good. He was sometimes a little too old man curmudgeon for me. It, they laid mm-hmm. it on a little thick. My favorite character is Nurse Helen. I was actually going to say Nurse Helen is great. I love her. At first you're like, oh, it's just an android and she's just going to be taking good note. They're like, at the beginning, she says something about, I'm not programmed to lie. Like, I can't lie. And then she lies to people to protect Hunter and she yeah. like goes along with them. And the fact that she is able to like reprogram and do that is so funny. And there was one point where I can't remember what she was doing, but it was something to save them. And they were like, she was born to do this. And she was like, well, not really. <laughs> I was not <laughs> born. Have you ever seen um The Good Place? I haven't Have finished it, the... but I've seen okay. part of but it. But she reminds me of Janet a little bit. Yeah. Where they're like, like you're the best robot ever, not a robot kind of thing. Not, like, he's like, are you having a good birthday? She's like, oh, yeah, but never born. So the st- overall story, though, we haven't really touched on. So like, right. They find out that Hunter was part of the grounds team for the spaceship that Edward went up in. And Hunter slowly remembers, like Nurse Helen reminds him of a dream about something. And he remembers that they like they knew there was a wormhole that they were sending Edward into and that whole spaceship into. And what was your thoughts of realizing that they knew about it and that Hunter was a part of it and that they found the audio file of it? Confusing. Like, I wouldn't, I didn't understand why actual scientists, when like a wormhole just appears or they discover that there's a wormhole in the flight path or something, they're like, fuck it, let's fly it in there. Like, let's see where they come out. Who knows? Yeah. I got past that because I'm just like, okay, they're quote unquote movie scientists, quote unquote, you know, it's sci fi, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, then they do the US does the most US thing ever and shoots fucking missiles into it. (laughs) Oh shit, the thing we didn't know anything about that we shot a ship into, the ship disappeared. What do we do? Fucking blow it the fucking thing up. Fire. Well, the rest of the world didn't know that it went through a wormhole. It just disappeared on their things. Right. And it was NASA and the military who would like, because the wormhole also sucked up one of their satellites. So they were like, oh, we got to destroy the satellite before the Russians. Because they were like, it's the Russians who are doing this and sent them in. But then, yeah. yeah. So that happens. And then, then they return and then when the ship returns, everyone makes a big deal. And But then when the missiles return, it basically causes a whole international incident because people figure out that they're missiles and then they're Americans and people think that America's fight like attacking the base and like a whole international incident goes down. And so that's yep. kind of like the kickoff of stuff that's happening. And like Hunter wants to get Edward out of there and... The FBI agent also is like, something's going down. Like, I need you. I need to figure out what's happening with Edward and the ship. So she kind of like takes them off and goes rogue. And then stuff happens and they just kind of come back to the ship and send Hunter up in it into the wormhole. (laughs) So, yeah, they do that. But before they do that, Edward finds out he has time stopping abilities all of a sudden. I totally forgot about that. (laughs) Like, I get that the scientists were like, the captain we found in the walls, his DNA was shifting. Edward's DNA is shifting. And they're like, I don't understand. And I don't get from how Edward goes from, like, not knowing how to stop time to being in that, like, spaceship room about to be attacked. And he's like, stop. And all of a sudden, he knows completely how to stop time. Yeah. 
there was like kind of a thing that he was maybe possessed and that thing that possessed him is maybe the thing that was stopping time. Like, yeah, was kind like of he about had that. an alien, like they cloned him that they didn't think it was really Edward Fitz. They thought it was either like a clone or something took over his body. Yeah, but that's not the case. No. But there was a lot of questions that like I was still confused about at the end. What killed the crew? Space. We don't space. Space. Worms. Space. <laughs> space worms. Space worms. They said there was something about like an all-knowing entity that it came to like judge them, but like yeah. judge them on what? And like, did Eddie survive? Was he's like the only worthy one, or he was the only one that stayed in the seat? Everyone else was like, "Oh, my helmet cracked. I need to go get a replacement." Ah! Oh no! What happened <laughs> to them? Let me get up and find them. Ah! ah! Oh, what is happening? Edward's like, "Stay in your seat." <laughs> oh, and then he no, gets, just... Everyone gets up and dies, and he's like, yeah. "There's so much blood. I can't." see anything but he stayed in his seat with his seatbelt buckled so let that be a lesson to you folks so is this just like <laughs> strange like interdimensional aliens version of a PSA always wear your fucking seatbelt just <laughs> Or else you might just fucking die if you're in a wormhole. Because, you know, it didn't ex- really explain where. I guess it kind of explains where his powers come from. Because it's going through the wormhole and yeah, surviving. Yeah, and then the audio clip that they found, there's bits of it where Edward is talking. And yeah. Edward's like, I don't remember saying that at all. This is all very recent memories of hearing all of these people die. But I don't remember talking after that. Yeah, and then the thing that really upset me at the end <laughs> was just the... The massive cliffhanger. I know. Okay, so let me explain what happens. At the very end, they get Hunter to the USS Hope to take him to like use the spaceship to go back through the wormhole because it's still open. And Hunter was always jealous of Edward because Edward got chosen to go to space and Hunter really wanted to. So Hunter goes in the spaceship and takes off and is going and you have no idea whether he goes forward in time or backwards in time. You have no idea where he goes goes and that's was one of the questions i wanted to ask you was where do you think he went do you think he went 35 years in the future 35 years in the past back to 2025 or even 35 years prior to that like where do you think he went I don't think it matters. I, I don't know. It just, it, it upset me that they didn't let us know. Oh, I thought you were about to say, I don't think he went anywhere. No. <laughs> like he just goes uh, up it, and then comes back down. It, I mean, that could totally be what happened. They literally said, like, they don't know at all what's going to happen. I guess, logically, you would think it probably just sends them into the future, which I don't get why. Like, it was a last minute decision, too, because the whole time it was like Edward were saying, I need to get back to the hope. I need to get back there for some reason. Yeah, I just feel like like I need to and like okay we got the information we're gonna broadcast that so people know yeah that everything's chill and whatever or what actually happened on the hope but then at the last minute he's like no hunter it's your turn why not go fucking with them why not all of you go why not just one of you stay behind why not just let the why FBI why didn't Nurse Helen stay behind yeah I don't know I guess Nurse Helen stayed behind because no matter what she like she has the best chance of surviving like like a nuclear war if that what happens or whatever yeah it just it made me very upset that it ended like that but you wanted more at the end you wanted yes. like 
explanation. You didn't want a cliffhanger. I wanted some explanation. The whole series raised way more questions than it answers. I'm fine with a cliffhanger, especially if they had plans for future seasons, which I'm not sure if they do. I think it's gone off to the TV show, and I feel like the TV show will hopefully have more explanation. And maybe potentially more seasons if it's popular. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's why I think they said like it was just kind of like a thing to like kind of pitch this whole thing feels like a setup. It really does. And that's kind of what angered me is that it's also it's the first season. If this was like, oh, yeah, this is like the first six episodes of like an 18 episode podcast or whatever. I'd be like, OK, yeah, cool. Like, this is an awesome start. I'm so intrigued. Where are they going? Yeah. Like, What happened? I'd be like, that was so intense and awesome. But because that's the whole thing. You want more. They set up so much stuff and they like, here's a question. Here's a question. What about this? Ponder this. And I'd be like, OK, well, what are the answers? And they just go oh you figure it out <laughs> i feel like that's a lot with mystery sci-fi kind of things yeah but and like, there are sci-fi movies that i've watched where there's a lot of questions and at the end you barely have any of them answered it makes you think it makes you decide what you think happens like you come up with the answers i'm okay with that if that was like out. one thing like if it just left you with where he went maybe okay but we have no idea where the wormhole came from we have no idea technically like what gave edward his powers what was the entity thing that judged them slash killed all the crew it sets up a lot a lot a lot a lot of questions and i just think it's lazy to only set up a lot of questions to get people pull people in but then never give them really any like conclusions onto what happened but we don't know that we're not going to get the answers because this literally came out like the last episode came out at the beginning of this year so yeah they wouldn't have a second season out yet and they're transitioning to a tv show so my guess is that they're going to continue the story through the tv show and not through a podcast so you just have to be patient well he didn't like me telling him to be patient (laughs) no i didn't he was like no last question who would you suggest this to i would suggest this to people who enjoy sci-fi stories yeah but also are very okay with cliffhangers let's get back to the my guesses and derek's actual ratings so for objective competence i guessed a b and i feel like it's kind of low i gave it an a minus like i said like the production quality is amazing on this it really like makes you feel like you're watching a movie or like just listening to a movie that you can't see yeah like that's honestly what it's like that it's amazing production quality it's besides just like the couple of random lines that you the couple yeah a couple of cringy lines and the ending which i guess is more of a opinion thing that kind of just brought it down a little bit for me personal enjoyment i guessed a six out of ten i gave it a five out of ten it probably would have been a seven maybe an eight out of ten depending on how it ended but like like i said i was really enjoying it but an ending for me in like any story really can either make or break the story and then re-listenability for this specific podcast i gave it a one yeah i gave it a one would not go back to this which unfortunately (laughs) i think means you win because i think that means you're off by three i was off by four meta meta podcaster i won the podcast episode 
We don't really do celebrations anymore. No. It's just like, cool, I won. We got to think of new creative ways to like celebrate somehow. I know, but you have to do it yourself. We can't be the quality of From Now where they have sound engineers. We need to be the quality of Adventure Zone where they just make their own sound effects. We don't really need sound effects in this show. (laughs) Not yet. However, we do have music that'll lead us into the mini segments. I don't think that's the music at all. Mini segment time, everybody. And this week's mini segment is random recommendations. And this time we're doing like other media. We're kind of going a little out there from just the basic TV and film. So Derek and I haven't really talked and discussed the format of this mini segment yet. So we're just going into it. How many things do you have? I've got three things. Oh, I have five. I just got three things, but they're all in the same category. Well, then I'll start off since I have a couple more than you do. I feel like YouTube is a newer form of media, especially in the past 10 years. It's really transformed YouTube has to right. where you not only have people posting cat videos anymore it's lifestyle vloggers you have travel vloggers so what i'm saying is vloggers is a type of media that i absolutely love and adore obviously i'm doing it for my 29th year i'm vlogging my whole life but i've always watched them ever since they started showing up on youtube i've watched vloggers and just a couple of my favorite are like kara and nate julian hunter flying the nest the tim drecker jen lauren natalie barbu chelsea trevor like they're just lifestyle people that you can just put on and know you're gonna feel good watching it and i really enjoy watching those that's one type of media that i love oh i see how you did this this is not how we did not do this the same that's okay let's jump into your first thing so mine i picked one version of a different type of media and have three recommendations from that type of media you just gave one type of media and like seven recommendations right off the bat <laughs> well, and you've no, got five of these i was just talking about the type of media I was watching. Okay, I guess, yeah, this is very different. Back to my other version of this. My other media was comic books, graphic novels, and the like. So I kind of thought about like what are three good like comic books graphic novels or comic runs that like you can really jump into at any time so the first one actually is batman court of owls this came out in uh 2012 during the uh, dc's new 52 and it was the first run and for those of you who don't know a run in comic book is just like a series of the comic book usually somewhere between like six to fifty issues usually done by a single writer or and a handful of artists but the first one in the new 52 for batman was the court of owls and it was done by scott snyder and greg capullo and basically it was batman kind of discovering that there's this secret underground high society organization that basically runs Gotham. They're behind all like so much stuff and they've like behind the scenes the entire time. And it's him just kind of like discovering them and going up against them and trying to take them down. Does he do it? Does he not? Is there like, is he tied to it in some way? Are his parents tied to it? 
Who knows? Like, read it and find out. It's really good. Well, that's cool. So the next type of media is another form of social media. TikTok. It's a really fun new piece of media, and it's hard to explain who, like, I watch on this app, but I literally will just spend hours scrolling through the For You page. I send Derek videos. It's pretty much like a much better Facebook video, like when you can get trapped in those scrolls. I mean, Instagram Reels is basically their knockoff version of TikTok. YouTube has YouTube shorts now. Yeah, so... So I feel like TikTok changed the game. But the thing with TikTok is crazy how it like influences mass amounts of people. Like currently, there is this dog named Noodle. It's a 13-year-old pug. And every day, its owner will get up and do a video of him picking his dog up and then putting him down. And if his dog decides to have bones that morning, he'll stand up like he will just when he puts him down, the dog will just be standing up and that's a bones day, which means it's good. And then if he puts the dog down and the dog just like lays back down completely, that's a no bones day, which means maybe back off a little bit, maybe like chill, like relax, don't go out of your way to do stuff. And it's crazy how accurate it is. Like Monday was a bones day. I had such a good day. Yesterday was a no bones day and it was terrible. All right, jump into your next one. All right, my next one is a 50-issue comic book series that came out in 2016, starring two of Marvel's biggest characters. It's Spider-Man, Deadpool. This is a great comic book run. It's basically just like a buddy cop story of Spider-Man and Deadpool. And they go on a bunch of different misadventures. Like there's Deadpool being hired to kill Peter Parker. even And he doesn't know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. There's them going on a double date. There's them tracking down a mutant spider assassin. There's so much great stuff. And Spider-Man and Deadpool work so well off each other. Their chemistry is just so great. The back and forth they're quipping right back at each other if you're a fan of either of these characters or both you're gonna love this and i will say this one there is stuff from the marvel universe that comes in and out so there might be things that you don't know fully about but as long as you know the basic origin of your spider-man and your deadpool you'll understand enough you'll get the gist and you'll just have a great time it never gets too serious it's just a really great comic book run check it out all right what's your next media my next media, I feel like is something that you can chime in on too. Video games. Like Matt and I play, like to play video games together and we just finished Red Dead Redemption 2 recently and we were shocked at the ending. Like shocked in a good and bad way. But we also love like playing the Assassin's Creed games. Derek and Matt and I will all play Call of Duty. And like I said in the past, I love the Sims games. So I think video games is such a creative output for media, especially in like the past 15 years, the graphics in video games have gone off the charts. Oh, yeah, they've gone crazy. And also, like, the storytelling in video games has also gone, like, off the charts. Oh, I know. If you think of, like, the classic video games, like Mario's and stuff like that, there was no story behind these games. Not really. It was very superficial, like, save the princess kind of thing. But now, like, they're telling such in-depth stories that if you watch video game reviews, that's usually a big portion. It's like, how was the gameplay? How was the action? How fun was it? And then, like, did it tell a good story kind of thing? Was there a good story with it? Video games are starting to be, like, fully appreciated as an actual art form and not just, oh, that's just a thing for kids and young people kind of thing. Exactly. Video games are so incredible now. It's basically like watching a movie or watching a TV show 
show. You're just playing it. Exactly. All right. My last recommendation for a comic book to read is a mini series within the recent Star Wars series by Marvel called Vader Down. It's only a six issue run. It's a story that basically just tells what happens when like Vader gets stranded on a planet that's completely rebel controlled. So like it's just him and a planet full of rebels. You can probably guess what happens because like you know (laughs) Vader's not gonna die. Badass Vader story of like how just when pushed to the limit he can do almost anything and it's uh it's really great there's just one great scene where like he crashed and he gets out of his tie fighter and then it jumps to a wide shot and you just see like surrender vader we have you surrounded and there's literally just you know hundreds of rebels surrounded them all guns trained and you just vader just brings out the lightsaber ignites it, and he's like all i'm surrounded by is fear and dead men and you're just like <laughs> oh shit's about to go down and it definitely does i think this is the introduction of like the evil c3po and r2d2 and chewbacca which is kind of cool they're not actual evil evil versions of them but it's basically like an evil wookie and couple droids that are the evil versions of them. There's so much going on in it. It's such a great miniseries. So go check out uh, Vader Down. My next type of media is music and i mean you can talk about stuff that you've been listening to lately too but i wanted to talk about how like i have such a fucking eclectic taste in music like i just listed out some random playlist and artists that i listen to like obviously bon jovi's in there but i also have the dubliners which is irish folk music i got lamorne morris's the lamorning after pill album is fantastic it's a comedy rap album and if you guys have not listened to it please listen to it and if you listen to one thing listen to gary's house it is the greatest song i'm gonna take you down 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 to gary's house i have disney parks playlist like literally just music they play in the parks at disney Uh, i have like jazz i listen to christmas music year round which Derek fucking hates me (laughs) for doing but it's like such an eclectic taste what are you listening to lately i don't really listen to that much music honestly like that sounds weird but i i I, I don't i listen to mostly podcasts and listen slash watch like youtube videos kind of thing yeah i don't know that's that's mostly what i do if i'm gonna listen to music i most likely will put on like movie scores and stuff like that just something in the background while I usually have to like think or do something. I guess the most li- music I listen to is when I go for runs. Which again, movie scores. All right. The last piece of media that I have to recommend is a commercial because commercials are good too. And there's one particular one that's out there. I have no idea what it's advertising at all, but I think about it. It's so funny. So it's where a guy finishes getting a dental procedure done. He comes out to like, I'm guessing his wife is coming to pick him up. And he says to her, he's like, the spaceman said there was ice cream. And then the dentist comes out. He's like wearing a plastic face mask and like in his scrubs and everything and hands the woman a toothbrush. And the woman goes, ice cream? And the guy points and like he points at the dentist and goes yeah and spaceman <laughs> and that cracks me up every time okay <laughs> but commercials are such a hard thing to make entertaining because you have like 15 to 30 seconds to make something entertaining and memorable like the geico gecko is memorable the geico caveman the progressive people yeah i don't know commercials yeah you're skipping them youtube hulu whenever you can well i think that means it's time for some mini games Let's do some mini games. Right now. 
Uh, since you went first this week in your suggestion, I'm going to go first in the minigame. Uh, and my minigame is Six Degrees. So choose your player from the Adventure Zone, which I figured you knew enough about. I looked it up. There's one guy who's been in stuff. They've all been in one movie. There you go. At least. So I'm going to choose Travis McElroy. Okay. I will choose Richard Madden. You can start it off since I have no fucking idea what they've been in. Okay, we'll go easy. We'll say Travis McElroy was in Trolls 2 World Tour with Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick was in Twilight with Taylor Lautner. Oh, God. Taylor Lautner <laughs> was in Shark Boy and Lava Girl with uh, George Lopez. <laughs> Lopez been in other than the George Lopez show. He's in Valentine's Day with Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner is in Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is in I'm trying to get to Richard Madden. Like I'm not trying to fuck you over this time. I'm actually trying to get there. <laughs> There's only one thing I know that he's in, and I haven't even seen this movie yet. Are you trying to get to Eternals? Yeah. That's literally all I'm trying to get to because it's the only thing I know he's in. We're Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was in. Oh, he was in 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 Gone Girl with Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, Neil Patrick Harris is in The Matrix Four with uh, Keanu really? Reeves. Yes, he is. He was in the trailer, and he's yeah. Keanu Reeves is in The Lake House with Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock was in It's All About Steve. With Bradley Cooper. That's a weird one with, to choose. With Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper is in The Hangover with Zach Galifianakis. Ah, uh, dang it. Um, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis is in Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is in Avengers Endgame with Tom Holland. Cool. We can get there very quickly. Tom mm-hmm. Holland was in Avengers Infinity War with Dave Bautista. Batista's in Guardians of the Galaxy with Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana was is in The Losers with Chris Evans. Chris Evans is in is in. Remember the last time we played this and we got it like the last couple times we played this we got it in like five or six. I'm sick of doing Marvel because once you get Marvel you get trapped in Marvel. Well, I thought Marvel was our way home. So Chris Evans was in Knives Out with Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield is in... You're like, fuck, now I have to find a movie close to Richard Madden that Lakeith Stanfield is in. I can only think of two other things, and both of them involve Marvel actors. I got it. Okay, I got it. With Lakeith Stanfield? Do I have to pick the right one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Lakeith Stanfield is in Short Term 12? Is in Sorry to Bother You? No. He's in Dope? No. He's in Straight Outta Compton? No. He's in, hey, can we do Atlanta with Donald Glover? Okay. They know we were doing TV shows, but okay. Lucky Stanfield is in Atlanta with Donald Glover. Donald Glover was in Community with, what's her face? The, what's the name of the main girl in that? What's her last name? Her first name's Jillian, right? Oh, Jillian Jacobs? Jillian Jacobs. He's in that with Jillian Jacobs. But sadly, you don't know what I'm thinking of to get to Jillian Jacobs to Richard Madden. <laughs> no, I don't. They're, they're right there. They're in a thing together. You didn't think about this, so you brought us here. <laughs> and I'm going to have to take us away because I don't... I can't. The only thing I can think of, Jillian Jacobs 
is in A Walk of Shame with Elizabeth Banks. Hawk, you took us right away, Elizabeth Banks. I is don't it... know. <laughs> Can I go back to Anna Kendrick? I guess you could. <laughs> no, Elizabeth Banks is in... God, we were literally there. This is going to never end. I got two people I'm trying to get to, besides like Richard Madden, to get to Richard Madden. Elizabeth Banks was in Zach and Miri Make a Porno, right? With Yes. With Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen was in... Uh, shit. I can't think of anything. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Seth Rogen. He was in some movies. I like a lot of them. <laughs> Seth Rogen was in This Is The End with, let's go with, Emma Watson. And she was in Beauty and the Beast with Josh Gad. Josh Gad was in... Uh... Josh Gad was in Pixels with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler was in Grown Ups with Kevin James. Kevin James is in um, Hubie Halloween with Steve Buscemi. I don't know. Steve Buscemi is in Big Fish with Ewan McGregor. Ian McGregor's in Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, with Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson is in... Samuel L. Jackson is in Kingsman with Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton! Egerton! Egerton is in Rocketman! Rocketman! With Richard really? fucking Madden! Good God, that took 20 minutes. You guys we heard it super quick because I y'all. cut out all the silences, but my God. That took forever. All right. It took Under so long. Undermine mini game, which is going to be <laughs> mini and quick to make up for that. Here we go. All right. Mine is marry, fuck, kill. Self-explanatory. The first two, you're going to decide which one you marry, which one you fuck, which one you kill. And then my third Got option, it. it's going to be like you have to get rid of one thing. You can see one thing for a couple times, and then you can see one thing as much as you want. Here we go. Okay. The first marry, fuck, kill is the cast of The Adventure Zone, Taco, Merle, and Magnus. Who would you marry, fucking kill? <laughs> um, Fuck Taco. There you go. See, they're just interchangeable because I couldn't <laughs> be like, oh, that person's that person, that person's this person. It's so funny because I really <laughs> want to know what your answer is because... So fucking Taco, kill Merle, marry Mag... That's the right answer. Okay. Uh, Mer- Merle's kind of a deadbeat dad, you find out. And Magnus, you find out he had a loving wife and was like a super awesome husband and he just like wants to be like a carpenter. That's also what I would have done. Maybe, <laughs> maybe marry Taco, but he's a lot. Next grouping, Mary fuck, kill, Hunter, Edward, and Nurse Helen. We're assuming there is a way to uh, engage in intercourse with Nurse Helen here. Mary, Edward, fuck Nurse Helen and kill Hunter. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, Nurse Helen, she seems like a freak. You never know. All right, last one. Mary fuck, kill, podcasts, television, or movies. So what was that one again? It's kind of like with when you have three movies. Killing is like you're getting rid of it. You can never watch any of those again. Fucking is like you basically get like five more times to watch it. And marrying is you can watch it whenever. So what would you do? Marry TV shows, fuck movies, and kill podcasts. Because uh... that's the order of how much of each one that I do. I watch a lot of TV shows, occasionally watch movies, and podcast is still at the low end of the spectrum for media with me. So... Yeah, that would be hard to get rid of podcasts because I listen to so many at work. But I don't think I could 
get rid of TV or movies. So like, I feel like podcasts would just be have to be the default one. Like you'd have to kill podcasts. We could still record podcasts. You could record them, <laughs> but you can't listen to them. Exactly. You just have to. You have to kill it. Let the past die. You know. And the you know what? That's the perfect note to end our show, everyone. <laughs> Killing this episode. <laughs> Killing this episode. That was our show, everyone. This episode, we reviewed the podcasts from now and the Adventure Zone balance. And Jamie won this week. Just by a little bit, but she knew me better. Put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. We like to end our shows with reading a review. But again, this week we don't have a review to read because you guys are slacking. So I wanted to remind everyone that leaving a review really is the best thing you can do for a new podcast. And even though we do have 20 episodes out now, we're still a brand new podcast. So please go leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review on Instagram posts, Facebook, post us, share us anywhere you can. We love to hear what you guys think. So please just help us out. And we'll end the season with a bang with a bunch of reviews that you guys leave yeah come on guys we want to hear from you in any way we can you can always write to us at our email i know you dj podcast at gmail.com like jamie said you can find us on instagram at i know you pod twitter or facebook at i know you podcast or even at jamie's instagram at jamie doro or at mine at big freaking greek reach out to us in any way you want the way you feel most comfortable let us know what you think of the podcast and what we can do better maybe we want to hear from from you people come on let's end this year strong we like to let you know what we're watching next episode and the movies are the hate you give which can be found on hulu and lion which is on amazon prime so let us know who you think suggested what and what your ratings for these movies are and head over to the to i know you pod instagram the monday before the episode goes live and give us your polls and guesses and ratings and everything there we post our podcast every other tuesday so remember to come back and listen to us wherever you can listen to podcast thank you all so much for listening to i know you with derek and jamie until next time i've been derek i've been really bad at six degrees (laughs) we both kind of were but like anyways i'm jamie i'm jamie no she's jamie i'm derek listen (laughs) that's the show we're cutting it cut it there goodbye i love you goodbye i love all of you goodbye (laughs) jesus (laughs) 